Hello, and thanks for tuning in. This is Giving and Gabbing, the podcast all about fundraising success, brought to you by GiveGab, where we make it incredibly easy for fundraising professionals to be great at their jobs. Well, today we have Matt Kelly from Brother Rice High School. He's here today to talk to us about his Giving Day, Crusader Day of Giving that happened this past May in 2020, and we're very happy to have him here. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, like Isaiah said, my name is uh, Matt Kelly. I'm at Brother Rice High School in uh, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I'm the Director of Alumni Engagement and our Annual Giving Program. Wonderful. Well, thanks and welcome to the show. We're curious to understand a bit about why you decided to host a giving day for Brother Rice High School and what goals you were looking to accomplish through that event. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we had uh, participated in, you know, Giving Tuesday um, over a couple year period. Um, and I had started uh, my position um, last year. Um, and so when I came in, one of the questions was um, about, you know, how can we kind of create our own or have a more of a presence on um, Giving Tuesday. And so kind of doing a little bit of background, a little bit of homework, um, realize what we need is something unique to ourselves. Um, you know, the nature of the beast of, of Giving Tuesday is that every non-for-profit you know, all over the world participates in it. And typically people are going to give to something that in my, in, in kind of my understanding and, and looking into it is something that may, you know, from a medical perspective, cancer or, you know, something along those lines, um, you know, research in, in those areas. Um, and so, you know, schools, high schools, colleges kind of trickled down a little bit further down in the giving, giving back on that day. Um, so, realizing the competition that day, um, we wanted to do something unique. And so we were looking for a day um, that would be unique for Brother Rice. Um, and so our feast day of our founder is uh, Blessed Edmund Rice, which is May 5th. And so looking into it, um, you know, it's not ideal in a school calendar to do it at the end of the school year, you know, as we're trying to, as a private school, we're trying to you know, make sure that we have the funds and, and, and income, you know, throughout the year. Um, but, you know, looking further and further into it, it just was something that made sense. Um, Brother, Brother Rice Christian High Schools throughout the country, throughout the world, we're doing it on May 5th. And so it just made sense for us to uh, participate on it that day. Um, and so that's how we ended up uh, picking May 5th uh, and kind of, you know, so that on that day, we were really only competing with, you know, other Christian high schools throughout the country. But, you know, Brother Rice of Chicago is unique for our alumni. So we knew we would do okay with that. Interesting. That's really cool to uh, understand. Can I ask, do you think that doing it on the same day as all the other Brother Rice schools throughout the country, um, did that seem to strengthen the call to action, the call to donate from your perspective? Um, I think it helped a little bit. You know, those that really were more involved in the uh, Christian brother, the Brother Rice, uh, Edmund Rice schools may have been a little bit more, had a more of an understanding that some of these schools like in Michigan, uh, Brother Rice in Michigan, for instance, host theirs on May 5th as well. Um, but, you know, I think for those that are kind of mixed in the really deep into the Edmund Rice uh, group, I think there was, but for most of our constituents, you know, they, they're on, they were unaware that, you know, Brother Rice in Michigan or, 
you know, school in New York or California were, were doing the same on the same day. Uh, but I think there, at the end, you know, afterwards, we started getting communication from a lot of our, you know, Edmund Rice schools throughout the country. And, and there was, within our circle, there was much, you know, a, a kind of a unified front. And I think it'll grow. And I think some of the other schools will start to add that to their calendar as well. That's great. Yeah. And, you know, talking about Giving Tuesday and then moving kind of to have your own unique thing on May 5th. That was a Tuesday this year. I know that because obviously, you know, I worked with you closely, Matt, on the Giving Day, but it was also my birthday. So it's an easy thing for me to remember. <laughs> but yeah. it was like your own Giving Tuesday in a way. So it's cool to, you know, cool to see that um, and, and to build on that and continue and mm -hmm. to see, you know, what the future might look like there. Absolutely. Um, yeah. One other thing I'm kind of curious about is, um, you know, the work that it takes to put on a Giving Day. So, of course, there's, you know, working with GiveGab. Um, and building the site, making sure it's functional and everything. But um, there's a lot more that goes into making a giving day happen um, that, you know, we don't always know the finer details of. So if you could let us know like a little bit about um, the team behind your giving day and, you know, what members may have done and um, just a little bit about the planning and logistics of your giving day. Okay, yeah, so, um, you know, we started this looking into it um, you know, in 2019, in the fall of 2019, um, had a call with, with you guys in December of 2019. And then early 2020, um, made the decision that we were going to do our day of giving, um, you know, cause we were still going back and forth and whether we were actually going to do this on May 5th, cause this was our first year. And then when we finally went, you know, made the decision, then we got back in touch with you guys and, and you guys really helped us, um, you know, kind of, put together the plan for how we were going to launch it. Because like I said, we were new to this. Um, I was brand new, uh, never working in fundraising before. So, um, you know, this was kind of a new concept to myself and, and my team as well. And so we had our marketing director, um, a part of it, another fundraiser um, in my office and development uh, helped. And then we had our um, kind of our, our vice president was overseeing everything that we did. Um, so there were really, you know, four major uh, members of the team um, and, and three really kind of the most active. Um, and then part of part of our job was we also then, you know, recruited class captains. Um, so really kind of people who were bought into the Brother Ice community um, and kind of leaned on them to help us promote and get the word out. But, you know, really there was there were four of us kind of leading up to the day. Uh, along with yourself, um, you know, kind of making sure that we're getting everything that we wanted to do and, and you know, all the ideas that we're, you know, um, and executing all the ideas that we had. Wonderful. Yeah. Thanks for giving us a little bit more information about that. We're always, like I say, Isaiah said, we're always curious to see and hear what happens on the other end because uh, we only, we only see you interacting with the platform and setting that site up. Mm -hmm. Now, since this was your first year working with a platform you had done Giving Tuesday before um, on your own, I can I ask what some of the benefits were that you saw working with our team at GiveGab and having, um, you know, I know you had Isaiah as your dedicated project manager, having someone there to kind of guide you and help you along um, and, and the difference that that, that made. Yeah, you know, we, when we did our, uh, 
day of giving in um, in December last year, um, you know, we had put together a plan and and really kind of executed it in in kind of a week's period. You know, we launched the 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 promotion about a week out, and um, you know, kind of built into built up leading up to that day. Uh, and then when we signed on with Give Gab and you know meeting with Isaiah. We introduced, um, you know, they, you guys all, you know, recommended six weeks out, you know, getting that out. So we created a postcard um, and we got that out um, to hit the mail, you know, six weeks prior to, you know, our day. And so everything, our calendar was really built off of that six week period. So we met leading up to that six period, six week period, came up with ideas and, and different things that we could implement and do. Um, you know, and then uh, for us, we had this grand idea, uh, you know, in February and then in March, we had to like pump the brakes because, you know, we hit COVID. And so we had this, you know, idea of it was going to be an all day event at our school. We were going to have a pep rally. We were going to have a prayer service. We were going to have a senior send off. We were going to have a taco truck because it was also Taco Tuesday. So, um, you know, we had all the, and Cinco de Mayo, I mean, it, it worked out perfect. And so, there were just so many things that we were planning to do that we had to kind of pump our brakes. But I think the fact that, you know, you guys helped us with the, uh, you know, planning six weeks out allowed us time to, you know, look back into and, and reorganize and, you know, know that really at the end of the day, um, you know, the online portion was really going to be the, the main portion. Um, so the GiveGab site, our social media, our emails, that was really the big, the big part of it, the in-person things were all going to be a celebration of, of Edmund Rice's life and making sure, and, and we were going to televise it on our YouTube channel. We were going to do all these things, but that was really kind of, you know, secondary in, in some ways, or just something to, to make the day even more, you know, energetic. Um, but really, you know, the whole idea of the day of giving was, you know, to try to help raise funds for our school and for our students. And so you guys really kind of helped us, you know, set the platform and gave us guidance. And, and you know, in some ways we didn't panic um, when we had to like, you know, make a hard left turn because we, we felt comfortable with where we were at um, leading up to that point. Right. Yeah, that's, um, that, that's great. I'm glad that our team was able to help give that guideline of how far out to start reaching, reaching out. Because I know that is a question that we get frequently. Um, you know, how far out can we start promoting and how often should we be reaching out to people letting them know that this is happening. So I'm glad that uh, Isaiah and the team was there to help with that. Mm -hmm. um, could you talk a little bit about uh, having to make that hard left and um, uh, you know, the decisions that you made, and, uh, tweaks that you made to the day so that it still felt uh, energetic, even though you couldn't meet in person? Yeah. Um, so nobody really knew what was going to happen when we first got the lockdown. It was two weeks. Um, and then, you know, during that two week period, we realized that this was going to be something that was going to last a little bit longer than two weeks. Um, and so at first I was extremely nervous i thought oh man we're we're done for like this is going to be a disaster of a day nobody's gonna you know want to give especially with you know people you know out of work and and losing you know all of these things that were taking place um you know in our communities and throughout the world and so i really kind of was really nervous about it and then as you were as we're going through the time you started to see people really coming together 
Um, and, you know, we had, you know, the relief packages and people were getting checks. And so then all of a sudden you, you started to say, you know, this could turn out, you know, the, the tax credits and things like that. So you really felt like, well, maybe there's a chance that this actually will do a little bit better because people will want to help our students. You know, we're a tuition-based school, our, our families pay tuition. And so our alumni seeing the needs of our families, um, you know, we felt like, well, this is an opportunity to really, you know, showcase, you know, why Brother Rice is such a, an important, you know, great school and, you know, pulling at the heartstrings of our alumni to, to help families in need, um, which is, you know, kind of what everybody was doing at that time. And so um, that was kind of how we, you know, kind of changed our approach or, or, you know, maybe what we had already planned to do became more evident because of going through the pandemic. Um, and then, um, and what we did, you know, we were planning on having a pep rally and rather than a pep rally, we had a small prayer service. And, and so we televised our, our kind of welcome to our giving day on May 5th on our YouTube channel. We had a prayer service that celebrated the life of Edmund Rice, which is what we were already going to be planning on doing. It was just all virtually. Um, so we had a small group of us here at school uh, that kind of handled that, that portion of it. So we kept the, the, the reason why it was May 5th um, as the, the main factor with the prayer service and the celebration of Edmund Rice's life. Um, and then we incorporated our day of giving. So, you know, rather than, you know, a lot of in-person, you know, kind of rah-rah, you know, excitement, it was much more, you know, virtual, which is what we were used to at that time. Um, and, you know, a lot of the things that we were going to do was going to be via social media and emails anyways. And it just, I guess it made it a little bit easier to, to do it that way because nobody had expectations for anything else um, at the time. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just say from my perspective, um, you all handled that pivot very well. Um, I couldn't tell how nervous you were, Matt. Um, so that's a good thing. But um, you know what we what we were able to do with the site, and um, you know obviously what we were able, what you all were able to do in terms of um, the amount of money that you raised was just you know outstanding to see. So um, and and to say across the GiveGab platform. In general, you all were kind of pioneers in this. Um, one of the first giving days that we had um, during this new era that we stepped into um, and to be so successful was, was amazing to see. So um, hats off to you for, for handling that pivot and that hard left. Um, yeah, I remember you actually asked us if we wanted to continue with it because you had had a number of other organizations say, they're going to cancel it because of the same reasons I was nervous, you know, uh, at the time. Um, and, you know, we had a, you know, we had a discussion about it with the team and we just said, no, we're, you know, we're going to forge ahead and, you know, see where it goes. And I think we benefited a little bit too, by it not being maybe, you know, in, in early April, you know, we were early May. So we were kind of into it a little bit further. Um, and so everybody sort of had a time to, you know, acclimate and get used to this, you know, stay at home lifestyle. And um, in some ways, I think it benefits because nobody had anything to do. So, you know, everybody was looking at our Facebook posts or Instagram, our Twitters, our emails, where, you know, we just had an event last weekend in Chicago, it was 75 degrees all weekend. You know, our, our Facebook presence wasn't nearly as strong as it, it tends to be. And it's because everybody was outside golfing or cutting the lawn or doing anything else, especially in November in Chicago. It's, 
it's unheard of. So the timing was just, I think it just worked out great for us. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of timing, um, the we talked a little bit about, um, you know, May 5th, there were other Brother Rice institutions around that were also kind of celebrating their giving days as well. And um, maybe not like direct competition, but, you know, the, the, the way they coincided, you know, is something to talk about. Uh, one other thing that that date coincided with this year was Giving Tuesday Now, um, which came about, you know, this year. And um, what we're wondering around that is, did you leverage or how did you leverage any of the movement around Giving Tuesday Now? Um, and, you know, do you think that also had any impact in your giving day? You know, I remember when that first came out, you know, I just wanted to, I, I had asked a coworker, had you ever heard of it before? Because I was like, man, this is, I've never heard this. And, and I know it was, you know, new because of COVID. And one of the things was I actually felt really good about it um, because we were already ahead of, we were already marketing it. We were already promoting our day well in advance of this Giving Tuesday Now, which I think was launched like a week prior to the day. Um, and so I thought we were in great shape to be, um, you know, kind of leading the charge of that and actually having, you know, less, maybe bringing more traffic or, or more to us because of that um, versus, you know, the, the, the Giving Day late November, early December, uh, which, you know, people always know they have it on their calendar um, and you're competing with, you know, thousands of other non-for-profits, whereas I don't know how many people really put together uh, a campaign to really go after um, that giving day now as well as we were, because we had already had it set up. It just coincidentally worked out, I think, in our favor in some ways. So um, we didn't have to scramble to try to get anything done. We were already like moving forward. Did we lose a couple of people? Maybe, but I think we gained more than we lost uh, because of because of our presence out there ahead of time. I love that you um you you decided not to go with Giving Tuesday and then Giving Tuesday found you again. Exactly. Actually, <laughs> actually no, we're gonna jump back on your day. We want yeah. to see it with you. They saw how well we were doing and how well it looked like it was gonna do, and they wanted to, you know, get some of that. So yeah, exactly. Jump in on that. Um, now I understand that you offered challenges during your giving day. Um, I'm curious to learn about how those incentivized your supporters to give and the type of marketing and promotions you did around those. Yeah, so we actually had to kick it off. We actually had a $20,000 match um, and we launched our um, page 21 days out, um, as you guys recommend, but we went live with it and showing the number, you know, you could keep it private or you could open it up and we opened it up and, and we showed. Um, so our $20,000 was actually gone two weeks before we actually had our day of giving. Um, and so that really, I think that catapult, that was like the game changer for us. Um, we weren't sure what, what kind of feedback or how much participation we were going to get, um, you know, in the whole thing. And then when the $20,000 match came out and it was gone within about a week, we had people, you know, jumping at opportunities to do decade matches. So we had found uh, we're, we started in 1956, but we have graduates from 1960 all the way through 2020. So we found, you know, representatives from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, all the way through that um, would, you know, give, you know, $2,500 or $5,000 if we got, you know, 20 donors or 30 donors from the decade of the 60s. 
and we had, we weren't sure what number to set it at. So we kind of set it at one we thought was pretty realistic. And before we knew it, like that was gone super fast as well. And so we kept having to re-up and we had people reaching out to us. We had an alum early on from the 2000s who said, hey, I saw that the, uh, the challenge for the donor giving in the 2000s was already gone. I'd like to, you know, up and give $2,500 to do it again. And so, um, you know, we had people reaching out to us the night, the day of the, of the event, uh, like nine o'clock at night, we had a graduate from 1995 reached out to me and said, hey, I see that 1995 doesn't have a lot of donors. I'm going to donate, you know, $1,995 if we get uh, like our dollar for dollar match. And his thing was gone in like 30 minutes, um, you know, leading up to it, there was a ton of energy. And then the day of just, we just could, we ran out of challenges. We ran out of matches. Um, and, you know, so our alumni got on, got on board. You could see the competitiveness. We're an all boys high school. So you could see the competitiveness of classes. I would get text messages or emails like, Hey, I saw 1985 jumped ahead of us in total dollars. So I, you know, gave a little bit more, you know, to get ahead of them. And so it was just a lot of fun. Um, the guys, our alumni got really into it. Um, we as a team were, you know, it was like, it was like a drug. Like I was addicted to the site to see, you know, who was going to donate and how much more they were going to donate. Um, but it was definitely an energetic day. Um, and that $20,000 match really like got it going. Um, you know, we promoted it through social media, emails, class captains, like, but um, yeah, that, uh, that was kind of what springboard everything for us. Yeah, it was definitely a game changer. I remember when you would get those, cause I was helping you manage, you know, those, those matches and challenges and getting them up on the site. So folks can start seeing them. Um, it, it was so exciting for me to go in and check like, well, I just set this up like 10 minutes ago. I'm going to come back and check and see how it's doing. And it's like halfway done. I'm like, <laughs> This is this is amazing. Like it was blowing my mind um, on May fifth to watch that happen. Because um, yeah, I'd come back like a few hours later. Um, you may have already even had another challenge for me to set up, but the one I just set up would already be gone. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. You know, and and it was it was amazing to see that. Um, one other thing I will um, talk about or bring up or just ask about was um, the challenges that your principal, um, I believe it was the principal, came up yeah. with to 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 get um, current students and faculty and staff members involved. Um, I think I think it was something like uh, 200 to, the challenge was to get 200 donors from either current students or faculty and staff. Um, and once he reached one level, it was, he was gonna shave his head or his beard. I don't know which one went first. And then once they reached, you know, the highest number, uh, he shaved the other thing, his head or his, his beard. And um, I saw the video on social media after the fact very very bald man after that and it was yeah. awesome to see <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah that was one where we were we weren't sure if we were going to hit it um you know we had because we had planned to have um, a dress down day for our student involvement um and so they would donate and then they could you know we we wear you know collared shirt and uh polo polo pants or khaki pants uh you know daily and so we offer different things for them to dress down and this was one of them and so and then when that was gone, I was like, oh man, how are we going to get our students involved? And, you know, our students bought in, you know, their families bought in, our, our faculty bought in. Um, and so, yeah, we hit the number for him to shave his beard and we hit the number for him to shave his head. And he did it live on our YouTube channel right after the prayer service. 
Um, and I think that was another thing that sort of got people's energy going because there was, you know, some fun, um, you know, participation, you know, not just about, <laughs> you know, getting a prize, but somebody doing something, you know, kind of that drastic or that, you know, kind of bought into it um, was, uh, was great. He, he kind of got that going for our students to, to want to see him, you know, get his head shaved. So that was cool. Definitely. Yeah. It's amazing the ways that you can incentivize donors. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's awesome. I'm curious now uh, to hear. So, um, you know, this, this year, the Crusader Day of Giving was an absolute success. So looking forward into the future, what kind of strategies um, for, you know, similar or, you know, greater engagement do you have in mind or um, are that maybe you're starting to research a little bit or are curious about uh, for implementing in those Crusader Day of Givings in the future? Yeah, well, I mean, one of the things is, uh, you know, I don't know what the next couple of months is going to hold for us. Uh, but, you know, after, you know, that after last May 5th, we thought, oh, well, this is great because next May 5th is going to be our second one, but it's going to be like our first one again because we didn't get to do everything that we planned initially to do. Um, and now it looks like I don't know what, you know, it might be the same as last year where it's going to be a little bit more virtual. Um, but, you know, I think some of the things we're excited about is the test text to give um, that you guys, um, you know, have have brought out or or launched, um, you know, so that we can get a little bit more peer to peer interaction or getting our students a little bit more involved in some of that. Um, the other thing we did was we didn't build any teams um, like peer to peer. We didn't ask our, you know, kind of community leaders to form a team and to, to kind of do fundraising on their own. We kind of handled it all within ourselves. We recruited class captains, but they really just sent emails um, to get people to send them to the site versus, you know, forming uh, a team and then having that team total, you know, rise up, which I know is something that is, is available for it. Um, and then just getting, you know, our students a little bit more involved um, because we went into this COVID restrictions, we, we weren't able to get as much of the student involvement as we intended to have. Um, and so, you know, those are just some of the things that we're you know, looking forward to kind of enhancing it, uh, making it a little bit better. Um, and now that we're, you know, in, in our going into year two with it is, is kind of implementing, you know, some of those things that were really successful for us and getting a little bit more bought in, buy-in um, or a little bit more involvement uh, from, you know, our, our kind of leaders in our community um, to help us with the promotion and help us with, uh, you know, recruiting people, you know, rather than it all falling on us. Yeah, I think you already sound like you had amazing competition going on. I can't imagine, you know, next year when you have teams organized and, you know, you're playing it out in, in those ways that you just kind of specified and walked through, like, I just can imagine it being so much more intense and stronger. Um, I'm really excited to see what the next giving day looks like. Um, yeah, I hope so. I hope it. Uh, I hope that is uh, something that is a, is a positive um, and and can grow. Uh, I mean, I was getting texts and emails and messages and Facebook and all these things about you know, looking at the the years and how many we, we weren't even gonna we initially weren't even gonna put that on there. I think Isaiah, and then we talked to, we talked about it. Now let's put every year down and see what we can do because we weren't sure if we were going to get a lot of donors, to be honest, we weren't sure how much we were going to raise. Um, our goal was $50,000. Uh, we raised 250. So, um, you know, I mean, so there was a lot of hesitancy on us for a lot of little things. And then, 
you know, our alumni, our community just blew us away with, with their support. And so now we, we feel confident or feel comfortable with really kind of, you know, maybe doing some of the things that in our back of our mind, we, we may have wanted to do, but we were hesitant on doing. So yeah, it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun to see how, you know, this may turns out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to follow along. And uh, sounds like you and your team and Isaiah are coming up with some pretty cool ideas. So I'll follow along with that. Now, do you have any advice for any high schools that are maybe considering running their own giving day? And perhaps they have some hesitations like, like you had. Um, do you have any words of wisdom or suggestions to share with them? Um, you know, I, I think one of the things is just go for it. Um, you know, especially when it's your own unique day. Um, there's not a lot of competition. You know, we looked into the May 5th and there's, you know, a handful of things, but not a lot. So, you know, within your community, um, you know, make it personal. Um, you know, we, we utilized, um, you know, the, 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 the idea of an Edmund Rice uh, Christian brother education. And there's, there's seven elements to an Edmund Rice education. And so that was like our focal point to, to the day. Um, you know, we shared historical information about, you know, Edmund Rice, the Christian brothers about Brother Rice High School. So we made it personal. We brought back memories. We, we told people the why of why it was important, um, you know, and so what we were looking to go get after was um, new donors, um, donors, alumni that maybe hadn't given in a while or hadn't ever given. And that's what we got um, because, you know, we were out there, um, you know, one of the things too is how much do you do you post how many emails do you and we just were like just keep going you know there's there's not you know you can't if if somebody doesn't want to look at it they just scroll right past it that's the nice thing about social media is you know it, it doesn't have to like bombard them with it um and so we made it personal we told our story um and i think that compelled our donors to want to give they got they brought it brought back memories of why they you know love brother rice or what they loved about being taught at Brother Rice, um, why our parents love their sons going to Brother Rice. And so that story being told um, was really what I think um, got, you know, our donors excited. Plus we offered some pre pretty nice prizes um, or giveaways. If you gave, you know, $50, or $250, you got some sweet socks and you got a really nice pullover. So we incentivize people. I had a lot of people tell me, you know, I, they gave $250 because they wanted the pullover, um, you know, and so, I think we increased our, you know, the socks were a big draw. We, you know, we had, um, we offered these Argyle socks for $50 donors. And I think we made those, those same people may have gave $25, but they went up a little bit higher. So, you know, don't be afraid to come up with a creative prize or, or a giveaway, you know, as a thank you, people are, you know, supporting your school and, and it's a good way to say thank you for that. Um, and so, yeah, it was, uh, you know, just, just go for it is, is my advice. Thanks. That's wonderful advice. And yeah, I mean, it's funny when you throw in, throw in some socks, like I would, I would give a little bit more so I could get some cool Argyle socks. You're, you're totally right. Yeah. <laughs> Your team is very good with the incentives. <laughs> it was all that sort of, that was, that was, I think the, the, the Argyle socks went way, they, they went way more popular. Like we had to order them like three or four different size. The sock company actually ran out of thread, believe it or not. <laughs> So we were delayed like weeks getting these socks in. And so we had to keep sending people emails like, we're sorry. And I know this sounds crazy, but there is a shortage of thread. So, uh, you know, that was, uh, it was kind of funny to send that email. And 
give that explanation to, to our supporters on the delay. I do remember sock day was a big deal because I think that was the day we kind of met after the fact to do our follow-up meeting. Um, and I remember, yeah, one of your other teammates was, he was like, I'm waiting on the call for the socks. It's sock day. We're getting these socks in. And it was, it was an exciting time. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were actually sitting in our front foyer, you know, passing out socks as we were on one of our follow-up calls with, uh, with Isaiah. So we were like half just like half in the meeting, half like thanking people for coming in, but we were like placing another order and doing everything. So it was just, it was just kind of crazy. <laughs> it sounds a little crazy. It's yeah. funny though. Some good stories. Mm-hmm. Um, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for sharing your story and how you navigated this giving day and all the suggestions and wonderful ideas you have. Thanks for having me. 